driving home and I was like teary a little because I was like, I was like this, it didn't come into this expecting it to be about so much more than the music, you know? What's a niche skill you would like to have? Come on, close your eyes and humor me with this practice. If you could be good at something by tomorrow, what would it be? Skateboarding? French? Ballet? Playing the drums? That's the premise of Ladies Rock Milwaukee, creating a rock star in under a week. Sort of. You're going to get your rock star moment. Don't worry about that. This month on Uniquely Milwaukee, we're dissecting New Year Elevated You. Last week, we learned about the psychology of trying something new. I placed myself in the rings and tackled fear by doing rejection therapy. But for today's episode, we're going to get close and comfortable with this concept and taking it up a notch. This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. You might be asking, what is Ladies Rock? It's an intensive Friday through Sunday music camp in Milwaukee for women, trans, and gender non-conforming folks of any identity 18 years or older. Campers of all skill levels learn an instrument, typically, you know, guitar, bass, drums, keyboards, or vocals, form a band, write a song, and perform their song at a public show after two days of practice. Before I joined ladies for the intensive camp, I wanted to talk to someone who has gone through it. Chris DeFelice. We're talking about the year 2019 for you. Mm, that was a big year. You did a was. lot of, you know, things that were out of the box to enrich yourself. Could you give me an overlap of what that year looked like for you? Yeah, I think I was looking to really grow. Mm-hmm. I needed something else besides what I was doing on a regular basis. Yeah. And what that was, I don't know. You know, it was you discover as you go along, you know, you have a mindset that I want to keep improving myself. I want to keep stretching myself, making myself uncomfortable and through uncomfortableness, you have growth. Yeah. And so I was really searching for that. And the things that came across my path were things that I wouldn't typically, I think, go out and look for maybe, Mm. but yeah, that's the premise of that year. So what came first? You got your motorcycle license that year? Yeah. So <laughs> You were like, I want to be uncomfortable. And then you went straight to like one of the scariest things ever. Seriously, I was I love that a for you. baby about it because my husband has a motorcycle. It's a Triumph. It's a British bike. And so I would ride on the back of his bike and we'd go all over. It was really great. But he kept saying, you know, you should get your own. I'm like, for what? What am yeah. I going to do? I have you. you know, yeah, I have you. But... When I was a kid, I had a snowmobile, mm-hmm. and I could go wherever I wanted. Nobody would know where I was, and that sense of freedom was fantastic. Yeah. So the more I kept thinking about it, I'm like, you know, I would like to be so free that nobody knows where I am, and yeah. I can go wherever I want and have a little bit of a, can I say badass? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> badass kind of feel to it. And so I said to my husband, Let's go to the Triumph dealer. I just want to look what they got out there. And he's like, uh-oh. 
Yeah. So I found this bike. I'm like, this is the one. Bought it. He's like, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> so they were going to deliver it. And I was staying home from work that day. And this big truck comes and the guy is up there. He's bringing it down off the ramp. And he's like, you want to r- drive it into the garage? And I'm like, no, no, because I don't even know how to start the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would sit on it. I'd start the engine. You know, I started to feel that friction point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really scary. It really was. It was a process. And then I went through the training at Elkhart Lake. That was really fun. It was a weekend class. Yeah. And then I got my license. I was so excited. And now I just love that. And I love that feeling of that freedom. Mm-hmm. And I, that was a really big, big milestone for me. You know, you said that you started this because there were things that you really wanted to do for a while to grow and learn about yourself. Do you feel like that was the first thing that like changed things for you where now you're saying yes to new opportunities or was it kind of a slow thing after? Yeah, I think that was a a great start because I think when I was younger, I was more of a risk taker. Yeah. And then you have kids and then you want to make sure that you don't die. So you hardly do anything because Mm -hmm. you want to be around for your kids. And then after they're out of the house, you're like, well, who am I now? One other thing that I did, I had joined Toastmasters. Yes. And that is an organization that helps you prepare to do public speaking. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in sales. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, I majored in music and I had to perform. And, you know, the adrenaline and the nervousness was always there, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I wanted to get over that. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be stronger and more confident. That was way out of my comfort zone at this stage in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, in in high school, that's one thing. You do goofy things. You do plays or whatever. But I haven't done anything like that for a thousand years. Yeah. That was a real big stretch for me, but it really, really helped me with my confidence. I'm going to be going to Ladies Rock, MKE, Mm. and hopefully go every single day and really understand what the whole week looks like for these ladies that are learning to play an instrument and forming a band. You did this. I did. Uh, I want to know everything about your experience. Uh, It was so great. I think in my life, This was one of the most fun and the most revealing Mm -hmm. opportunities that I've ever had. And, you know, I had heard of it through Radio Milwaukee. And I was just very curious. And, you know, I mentioned that I was a music major in Mm -hmm. college, but the training was classical, opera, arias, things like that. But deep down inside, I always wanted to be a a rock star. (laughs) I wanted to be a rock star, you know. So this was my 15 minutes of fame kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you go and I'm thinking, ah, I'm going to be the oldest one there. Everybody else is going to know one another. I'm going to be the odd man out. But they create such a safe space Mm -hmm. and they encourage collaboration and they encourage you so much that you feel empowered, you know, and it's women empowering women. Yeah. And I loved that. I never honestly really, really felt that, you know, maybe from my sisters a little bit, but this was really a community that we were all cheering one another on and we knew we were all outside of our comfort zone 
And so, you know, they encouraged you to try something that you weren't familiar with. So, you know, like I said, I was a voice major, so I didn't want to do that. I picked up the bass, mm-hmm. so I chose that as my instrument. And, you know, you get there and you have to all of a sudden sign up for a band. You know, they've got these pieces of paper on the wall and you just have to put your name down. You don't know who your other bandmates are going to be. And you're like, am I going to like them? Are they going to like me? (laughs) And it just kind of naturally fell into place. And then all of a sudden you find out who's on that sheet. You get together and right away you're starting to... Not only are you going to learn this instrument, but you are going to write a song, the lyrics, the melody. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring the drums and the keyboards and the vocals and the bass all together and yeah. and create a song that you can perform in front of people. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's super when they cool. said that we were going to perform like for the public, then that was like, oh, okay, I don't um, know. I'm not sure about this. This was supposed to be a safe environment. <laughs> Throwing me to the lion den. (laughs) So did you have your rock star moment? I did. And what's so cool, I had written a poem and I really wanted to use those words for the lyrics. Yeah. And so the vocalist, she and I kind of wrote out the words. Mm -hmm. She had written something too. So we collaborated and combined those together. And then I don't even know how we wrote the melody it was like you know you wanted to be hard hitting but melodic and I know that we wanted it to be kind of a combination not always just hard rocking Mm. we wanted some variety in it yeah yeah it was really fun I mean we had such a great time yeah I love that that's amazing this happened in 2019 and then the pandemic hit and everything mm. kind of went into pause. You were doing back-to-back things of trying to enrich yourself and you know put yourself in positions that might be a little uncomfortable and then the world kind of shut down. Did that kind of affect you and you know maybe when you're when we're coming out of the pandemic? Absolutely. Yeah. I felt like I was climbing this mountain. Yeah. And I was growing and learning and stretching and excitement and then it fell flat Mm -hmm. and then how do you maintain that yeah you know that energy that excitement and I really wanted to catapult myself onto the next thing and there wasn't the next thing Mm -hmm. so that was a real bummer and I felt like I kind of went backwards yeah you know because habits aren't habits until you do them over and over again Mm -hmm. for a long extended period of time so if I'm growing and growing and growing And then all of a sudden I'm not, I'm stagnant, I'm in this box. But during that time frame, I did try and educate myself on other things. Yeah. You know, reading and just learning more about the world and the community Mm -hmm. through books. So I guess it was more of a quiet period of growth. I have one final, final question before we wrap up is, is there any advice you would like to give the ladies for Ladies Rock MKE that I can send along (laughs) just break down those barriers for yourself just embrace the experience don't limit yourself don't think oh I can't think Mm -hmm. I can because you can and you will and just open your heart to just eat it all up yeah you know and just be yourself 
because you can't be anybody else. Just be yourself. And if you push it a little too hard on one thing or another, you're trying. You're just mm -hmm. trying. Don't be afraid to express your opinion, but also please listen, you know, yeah. to other people and enjoy, man, because it is just an astonishing experience. I encourage anyone and everyone to take it on. I love it. Eat it all up, folks. We love it. Thank you. So it's Thursday night. We're at a bar at Promises on National Avenue. Dandy Furling is performing. And in the back room, that's very funky and has weird art on the wall. I mean, there was a doll wearing a Bucks t-shirt riding a walled up deer head. It didn't make sense, but somehow it kind of did. So in this wacky room, a group of 14 ladies who don't know each other were gathered. Everyone's slightly on edge. Skin is buzzing. People are equally nervous, frightened, and excited. It's the kickoff to this year's camp and where people can mingle and get to know each other before it starts. But the first thing you gotta do is get on stage and introduce yourselves. And this is where we meet our first three characters for this week's story. My name is Emily. I signed up for this kind of on a whim initially, but I think with further introspection, it was to kind of overcome some fears, branch out, meet different people, expand my horizons, grow, all of the things. All of the things, right? We're gonna do it. We're gonna like be our best selves this year because it's not like maybe the pandemic is waning. We're not sure, who knows? My name is Natalie and I signed up because I'm not originally from here and I work from home and I don't get out a lot. In fact, one of my neighbors walked by today as I was leaving the house was like, I don't see you a lot. And I'm like, you really don't. I'm, I think I'm a little bit of a hermit. My name is Marquita. I don't know what kind of prompted me to sign up is like, team me never got this opportunity to do something like this. So I feel like I missed out on that. And um, so as someone who like, I, revisited kind of like my ego punk rock phase situation um, when I went to the Women Were Young Festival in October. Too, and I was just like, yeah, this side had not died. I still got this. Um, and then I ran into Dee and she was preaching the gospel of this event once again to me. And I finally decided now is the time. Now is the time to do the thing. Coming up next, you're gonna be going to camp through this episode. We're gonna be taking you on a listening journey of instrument lessons, band practice, songwriting panels, and workshops like crafting your band identity. And then finally, Sunday night is when it all comes together for the big show. Or does it? We have technical difficulties, the guitar's not playing. The guitar's not playing. Support for 88.9 comes from your membership and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Through the Greater Together campaign, the foundation and community work together to build a thriving Milwaukee for all. Partnership ideas at greatermilwaukeefoundation.org. It's Friday morning. We are at the UWM Peck School of the Arts and everyone's arriving around 8 a.m. The day ends at 6 p.m. so it's a packed day. But to start off the camp, in the middle of the room, there are four pieces of paper hung on the wall. 
And the only thing that's on these papers are the names of the band instructor. All you know is your instrument that you're going to play. And before you start anything, before you even touch and see your instrument, you need to put your name on the wall and form your band. Out of all the campers, Natalie was the first to walk up to put her name and group up. So you made your group. We did. We made our group. Uh, it's just, I don't know, kind of an organic sort of, hey, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to, you know, I don't think there's any like perfect matches in terms of these are my favorite bands, these are your favorite bands, but I think everyone's very open. So it's just a matter of, hey, I play this instrument. We need another, we need this instrument. You know, we're vibing. Let's let's go ahead and come together. So yesterday you said that, you know, you felt like you were at home a lot and you wanted to step out of the box and try something new. And you kind of were thrown into this yesterday night getting to know everyone. How do you feel this morning? I was a little anxious coming in this morning, largely about this band selection process. And I think most of us were because it does harken back to, you know, dodgeball in gym class in elementary school like am I gonna get picked am I gonna you know <laughs> so I think everyone was kind of feeling that way but it just everyone's so friendly and open that it's just a matter of having these kind of conversations and realizing yeah you know what like this sounds this, like let's do it you know that I think that's really what this whole process is about is let's just give it a try let's do it and yeah to your point about you know me Mentioning yesterday that I am home a lot. I work from home. I'm not originally from here, so I don't know a ton of people. And I just feel like I need to kind of get myself out there. And then we are off to instrument overview. This is where you get the basics down or just get comfortable holding your gear. During this time for Marquita, something unexpected happened. I have a very strong feeling your ring finger nail is muting your E string. So when you're it, you're getting like kind of the, you know what I mean? You can yeah. hear it, but it's just muffled. I think that's just all yeah, it is. It's just like I don't. Maybe think I'll just use the nail. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't think you're doing it wrong at all. Yeah, I'll just, just use the, the nail, nail and then <laughs> then I'll fix that later. I'm about to go to Walgreens. I'm going to have to go find Dee because this is a mess. Her nails got in the way of her playing. And a few hours later, when I caught up with her for her first band practice, they were totally clipped. But for Emily, who's a vocalist, her first lesson brought up something deeper than a singing voice. Vocally, I think it would be just like the impact that nerves have on my ability to sing. Because if I'm alone in my kitchen with my cat, yeah, like fine, in my car, in the shower. Sometimes I even get nervous like, can my housemates hear me? Do, should I sing more quietly? That would be embarrassing if they could hear me. But like not really, that's fine because I'm in my house and I should just be able to do whatever I want. But like, I don't know why. And like I was talking about like this fear, where does this come from? Is it like the vulnerability of singing? The judgment of others? Do people really care? Like, I don't know, I was like thinking about why I'm, it's like so terrifying for me. Yeah. Well, this, that was um, actually, that's, 
that's good and cool to know because one of the things I wanted to like talk about in class and kind of work on, which not everybody has issues with this, but most people do. I'm so scared. Right. Well, because like, you know, of all the instruments that you like learn, like, first of all, like vocals are an instrument, which I feel like vocals kind of get, I feel like we get taught from an early age that your voice is just your voice and there's nothing you can do about it. And either you're a good singer or you're a not singer. Mm -hmm. Like we act like Mariah Carey just like came out of the womb singing five octaves. And she's a trained musician and she's been training since she was like a little kid. So just with an hour and a half of learning how to play an instrument for the first time, you have your first band practice. This is where you show your bandmates what you've learned from class and you start forming a song. This process isn't an easy one. It's messy and can get incredibly stressful because everyone has different skill sets and you're new and you're not fully comfortable with your ability, but you also have to match your bandmates and make a melody out of scratch. Throughout this process, I was kind of lurking around, floating from different rooms, and I thought about going home after a little while, but I saw on the schedule that there was a workshop called Brave on Stage, and I was intrigued. During this workshop, we were asked to stand up, walk around the room, and we were told to think about our favorite concert. Best slash most memorable concert for me was Radiohead because they are one of my all-time favorite bands. They have an amazing stage presence and quality. Front to back of an entire album and the entire audience was so into it. That's so cool. Where did you see them? At the Pabst downtown Milwaukee. Okay. It was, it was in, it was intense. Yeah. It was like I came straight from work. Friends had gotten there early, and they're like, "This is where we are." Live show. Yeah. Um, so I would say like buzzing anticipation, transformed. Like yeah. Twice and like I just remember because I remember I was like, "Oh, I'm never gonna see them." And they didn't come to my country, so While this was happening, I didn't really fully understand the reason behind this exercise until later. And it was to think about what a good show or performance has. It's the energy, it's a party, it's a night you can't remember. And to embrace the qualities that you've observed at your favorite show and to embody them. The class ended with each camper creating an alter ego superhero, and it was just like a perfect way to end the stressful, long, first exhilarating day. I didn't go to the second day of camp, selfishly because I really wanted to be surprised on Sunday. I mean, you heard bits and pieces, and just like all days, they come, and we were getting close to the finish line on Sunday. Two hours before showtime, I decided to check base with Natalie, Emily, and Marquita to see where they're at. Natalie speaking first, then Marquita, and then closing off with Emily. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling really good. I 
have a whole host of emotions <laughs> right now because we're really at the, the very tail end of everything with the culmination of the live performance coming up. But I feel wonderful in terms of like just kind of emotionally fulfilled in a way that I haven't been in a while, if that makes sense. Just really connected to these other wonderful, wonderful people who participated in this experience this weekend. From this from the start Thursday night to now, <laughs> it's been a whirlwind, but it's been so much more than I thought it was going to be and uh, in, in all the good ways and all the best ways. I overheard you tell the group that you realized yesterday on Drive Home and you were a little bit emotional about it, that it's more than the music. Do you mind just going a little bit in depth about what that meant? So coming in, I knew I wanted to learn an instrument, you know, bass guitar. I wanted a chance to form this little band for the weekend. And I didn't really think much more of it. And then you see the, the schedule of activities throughout, and it's like, boy, there's a lot of stuff going on that has nothing to do with a bass guitar in my hands. <laughs> At first it was, oh, this is interesting, but I didn't really see how it all kind of came together. And then at the end of yesterday, we had a workshop, The Gold I See in You. And we were asked to kind of reflect for ourselves and then also for our uh, our cohort uh, on The Gold I See in You. And I realized for me that this experience made me realize that I can do hard things, that it's not too late for me to try new things, that I'm not too old, you know, that I really just need to go for it and try it. And that all feels amazing. And those were things that were not purely about the instruction, the, the ability to play some notes on a bass guitar. It was a lot more than that. So our band is called Free Rain. And uh, the song is called um, However We Please. And it's really about, you know, us making music however we please, um, having free reign over kind of ourselves and um, just going for it.
Do you mind reminding us as listeners of why you decided to join Ladies Rock and how was the overall experience? It's, it's coming to a close. You just have to do a performance. How's it been? It has been an amazing period of challenging growth. Like it's a very truncated amount of time to hone in on something. And as someone who is autistic, who is like very type A, it forced me out of my comfort zone, which was what I was looking for. So I signed up because there was always part of me that was interested in like rock bands and loved it. And I joined like the corporate hubbub and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, with maturity, this stuff dies. And then COVID happened. And I was like, I still kind of have this thing. I bought a guitar and I was doing online lessons for a little bit. And did, you know, then like, it's easy for me to f- let life get in the way. And my friend was raving about this and she was like, yeah, it's only a weekend, but like you start, you learn the thing and you have a song and you perform. Like, so that forced focus on it was like, I needed that structure. And again, the challenge has been like honoring when to push myself and when to step back because part of it is like, this is a lot more stimulation than what I'm used to. I live alone, I work from home. like, <laughs> And like, like the first day was 12 hours. Like, <laughs> you're like, go, 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 go the whole time from the second you step foot on campus. But it has been beautiful. like to see what we've done in, in literally just three days. Like, I feel so accomplished, even though the first day I was just like, I don't, did I make a mistake? Like, I suck at this guitar thing. And now I'm on stage playing two days later. Our band name is Sidewalk Chalk. The song name is Keep Me Company. And it's an ode to embracing your feeling of loneliness so much that you no longer feel it. the overall experience like for you it was so good we were talking about this a little bit at one of the exercises today like I haven't had this kind of like community or like just ability to talk to women or people in this way since like college right so it just felt really good and like everybody's kind of like uninhibited we're all doing this like weird challenging thing we're in it together so it just felt it feels very empowering I I used the word I think last night or this morning is like crackling like just this buzzing positive cool energy so our band name is Pinky and the Sweats the name of the song is Pescatarian and I would say it's very cheeky and full of 
what is that like a double entendre I don't eat meat, but I've touched it. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that needs to be a real song right now on Spotify, please. Just like Natalie said, Ladies Rock was more than the music. It's about empowering each other, letting go of that fear, allowing yourself to fail and to put yourself out there and to have fun at any age. And I think that these rock stars truly accomplished those goals and created some badass, kick-ass music along the way. So much so that I'm even inspired to, who knows, potentially join Ladies Rock next year? Mm -hmm. Just a thought, just a thought. Maybe, we'll see. This is your host, Salam Fathayed. Thank you to Nate Imig, our executive producer, Kiri Salinas, our audio production manager, Brett Krasgowski is our web editor. Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lar. Graphics and our wonderful logo is made by Aaron Bagata. Our community engagement coordinator is Mallory Wallace and Dan Reiner handles our social media accounts. And a big, big thank you to our city loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast and tune in next week for the next episode of Uniquely Milwaukee.